What's up? It's E. This week, Kyra and I got the chance to interview Amber Sawyer. She's a singer-songwriter who was on the last season of NBC's The Voice, and the lovely Kelly Clarkson was her coach. However, that's only a small part of who she is. We spoke to her while she's on a completely different time zone on Jeju Island in Korea. You might need a pen and paper because Amber is one for inspirational quotes and overall mindset. Take a listen. Do you feel like you've been able to kind of recalibrate, like, kind of, is it relaxing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, first of all, the island is beautiful in itself. It's, it's, right now it's kind of rainy, but it's, like, humid, so it's really warm outside and really wet. Um, so another thing I've noticed is it's really good for your skin. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm, like, overhydrated almost. It's, like, you just you can't even you can't even really curl your hair if you're about to be outside honestly really? humidity just sort of like sucks it all up oh wow yeah so everything your skin is super moisturized uh. um <laughs> so it, it is very relaxing here we have a sauna here at the resort i go to the sauna and chill out in the steam room and um there's like I said a lot of beautiful places on the island there's waterfalls that are close by I brought like hella books so I'm just on that like reading yes. um, getting my mind and my body and my spirit together like while I'm here like it's just nice it's really nice it's a nice change of pace from a place like LA you know I remember we talked about that before you left you were like I just need a break from LA sometimes like a lot of people just need a break after a while because it can be like it can be draining super draining yeah. very draining especially people that work in the entertainment business right. on any level even yours there's a lot of like fluff that comes along with mm -hmm. that and sometimes you just need to get away and like remember why you got into this whole thing in the first place you know so you were telling me that like this well this specific resort and really the island jeju island they they really like american uh former American, like, U.S. singing, con like, t con contestants uh, from, like, The Voice. Yeah. Is it specifically from The Voice or just from all over American Idol, X Factor, doesn't matter? I think it's Americans in general. I think okay. they just know that we have sort of tapped into <clears throat> something. But in terms of the singer thing, um, yeah, they seem to really gravitate towards singers who've been on some sort of reality competition show mm -hmm. in any way and I think maybe that's because there's some level of like um you know fandom or like fame that they feel like comes along with that yeah and they really watch the voice and American Idol like super heavy here mm -hmm. so I mean these people know like even if you low-key weren't on the show for very long like me <laughs> they like still know they're like oh voice 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 <laughs> will they stop you What's that? Have they, like, stopped you and been like, oh, my God, you're on The Voice? Yeah, definitely, only it sounds a little more Korean. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Um, and and I use my translating app, and then we have a nice little conversation, oh. and we usually take a picture, and that's that. But, yeah, definitely, um, especially the people that come to the pool party, uh, which is what I am singing at every right. night. It's essentially this beautiful pool like set up on the resort um where there's all these like beautiful cabanas um it's just absolutely breathtaking and they have a stage and an entire setup right next to the pool so literally like every night i'm i'm 
like kneel down singing to people in the pool wow. and it's like the most amazing experience and then sometimes it rains and we sing anyway we oh. play anyway and I never thought I would be the type of girl that would love singing in the rain but there's something so freeing about just standing there and doing what I love for a living while rain is like coming down like it's just so I don't know it's very movie right. cinematic like <laughs> I get my entire life. It's great. So does it feel like work? Well, it never really feels like work to me, to be honest, whether Mm -hmm. I'm here or even in the States, Um, because I love what I do. And I know that sounds super cliche, but honestly, like, it's really true. I honestly believe, like, if people focused more on chasing the things that they are passionate about Mm -hmm. and like somewhere inside of them they know that they are purposed to do in some capacity the rest will follow I tell people that all the time they're like man how hard is it to become a full-time musician a full-time singer and be able to make a a decent living off of it and for a long time I was so scared of of just you know quitting a regular job and really going for it because we get so caught up in how am I going to pay the rent how am I going to do this how am I going to do that but if you take all of that surface level stuff off of the table and focus on like your bigger purpose for being on this planet I feel like there's no way you can go wrong because if you chase after that the universe has no choice but to respond you know with what you need all my needs are met you know what I mean? I'm I'm incredibly blessed, and I I just I tell people all the time: chase your purpose, and the rest will follow. Chase what you're passionate about, and don't focus so much on on the the technicality of it all. You know. So you loving singing, you know? How did you? How did that? When did you find that? Like you know? Okay, this is the purpose. Like to my singing. Do you know what I mean? Like, what was that moment where you're like, oh, this is the purpose, like, more than just me being passionate about it, if you found that? Right. Well, I think that that, like, honestly, an ever-developing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I'm learning new things every single day, and-, and I like it that way. I don't ever want to get to a point where I'm like, oh, this is the entire reason why I do this, and I've learned everything I can, and yeah. here I am. Um, I feel like at that point my job will have been done and it might be time for me to move on to something else. Um, but I am a forever student of this music thing and really of this life thing. So for me, the two go hand in hand. I think, um, I think I'm getting closer to, to being able to tap into my purpose in this thing. And I, I'm not sure if I've completely figured it out, but I, I definitely know that music is the vehicle that's carrying me to my bigger purpose you know in the bigger picture um and it's definitely a huge part of it however it ends up developing I don't know if I I don't know if there was one moment where I sort of realized like oh this is like bigger than just music I've always known that I could sing I've been singing since I was four um but I also feel like the more I got into it professionally the more I started to see the power of the gift that I've been so graced to borrow essentially um and and that to me is what's tied into the purpose so I don't know if I've completely figured it out yet or if it was a moment that I sort of like realized that but the I mean like I said the more that I dive into my career that every time something new happens or I start to do a new experience I'm always looking for the bigger picture of it all how does this fit in 
um, because it just seems to continue to like develop and sort of unfold before me like a story like a book like a really good movie you know and I love it that way yeah you know and I think even from the first time like I can say like even though you're like I don't know what the purpose is I can say like from the first because we first met when you sang the national anthem at Dodger Stadium back in it was such a long time ago back in April um and it feels like it was so long ago (laughs) It really wasn't. It feels like it was eons ago, honestly. I, I, it's, been, it's like two different sides. I'm like, wow, that was a really freaking Legit, long time ago. That was like one of the best nights of my life. Oh, yeah. Well, and I remember you, like, in researching, like, you know, oh, who am I about to interview? I was like, oh, it's, you know, oh, Amber Sawyer. Like, uh, you were like, you know, this is my dream to, like, sing the national anthem. And I could already tell. I was like, she seems like a very positive person. And then just from, like, following you on Instagram... Um, and you know, listening to your song, uh, that's okay. Self-talk, like everything that you put out is very, um, positive and it's very like, you know, you talk about loving yourself and you talk about like, you know, being okay with yourself, no matter how, when, or whatever it has to do with, you know, whatever you're doing at the moment. Like it's always about, you know, being okay with yourself, which, Um, I don't know how to put that better into words, but that's something that I found that like, even though you might think that you might not found, not, might not have found your like purpose. I feel like that's something that you emanate and you put out to your followers on Instagram and just people who are around you. It's already like out there that like, ah, you know what? She's inspiring because she's, you know, at this level of being able to even be on the voice and, you know, going all the way to Korea and being paid to, you know follow her passion and she's just like no it's not like I'm above it all it's like just love yourself and follow your passion it's just like the simple things that and you can see and you're just so genuine about it so thank you for like you know putting that out there for other people to see um it's very inspiring I'm glad that you have eyes to see it I mean (laughs) it sounds weird but like you know I think so many times we we walk around and we operate on this sort of like autopilot type thing and I love meeting people or talking with people um that are able to see past that surface level thing and they see you for who you really are and and that positivity thing is definitely something that I'm on um but it it was a journey getting there you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um I think to really understand the sunlight, you first have to understand nighttime and you have to know what that means in order to, you know, really be able to appreciate the day and the sun and the warmth of, of all of that, um, in its full capacity. Like I definitely have been on a self-love journey for some time. I mean, if you want other people to believe in you, how can they, if you don't believe in yourself? So, I mean, years ago, I had to really start diving into how I felt about myself and and discovering the things that I loved about myself and celebrating those things rather than tearing them down. Um, something that I see so often is artists and creatives and people in general, um, more specifically women, are torn down and we have these expectations of perfection that are just so they're irrational (laughs) and they're so unattainable and and they're hard to live up to so we wake up every day hoping and expecting that we are going to be good enough for somebody that they might see something in us for Mm -hmm. one reason or another professionally or otherwise and I think it was shifting the narrative in my head to waking up and seeing who I am for what I am and appreciating how special that is and how unique that is and learning to love all of the the quirky things about me learning to love all of my flaws um 
because even they have a story behind them, you know, and, and all of that sort of contributes to like who I am. Um, and I really am somebody who thinks that you get out of this world, what you put into it. So I firmly believe that me sort of, like you said, emanating this positive spirit, I feel it right back and the right people that need to be around me, Mm -hmm. I end up attracting that and, and the right situations end up coming to me instead of me having to search them out. Um, I'm a huge believer in the law of attraction and, um, you know, I have faith in that. I, I, I put that out there. I, um, I tell everybody about that. I, I read a lot. I study. I do a lot of self-exploration and just exploration in general. You get one life. So, I mean, true enough, I would like to take as full advantage of it as possible. And I want to be the best version of myself as possible. And I also want to inspire other people and remind them that it doesn't matter, like, where you come from. Like, I'm a small-town girl, legit from a really small town. And you can do anything that you want if you put your mind to it. Um, You know, you put your faith into something, whether that's God or the universe or whatever you believe in. Um, If you know that there's something bigger out there that's working with you and and directly with your purpose and just um, inspire people and let them know that they can do anything they want, you know, in this life. They just have to do it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. I'm sitting here like, like writing notes right now. I'm not even kidding. I'm have to go listen to this and rewrite notes down because this is inspiring. I'm sorry. I, I tend to ramble sometimes. No. Too, so if I'm doing too much, please stop me. No. <laughs> no, you're not. You're making like total sense. And I know that like even on the podcast, that's something that Emily and I talk about. Not even on the podcast, just in like life. It's just kind of exuding a positive energy and putting better, like putting energy out there and getting it back and also just trying to be yourself and be more confident in yourself and so in terms of like self-care and just keeping yourself happy and being more positive for yourself what what sort of things do you do like on the island now like what book are you reading okay so that's funny I said um because I've legit like have had to come up with a daily routine for myself and even if I wake up and I don't feel like it because everyone has bad days right nobody's perfect we're all trying to figure this thing out but um I will get up I will make some coffee because I am such a coffee head like coffee needs to be within 100 feet of me when I first wake up um and I will sort of like like here say for instance I'll just use here's for an example I have these beautiful French doors that lead out to my balcony inside of my suite so the first thing I do is I get up and I open those doors and I just like look outside and think about where I'm at and how I got here and that's it sounds like a long process but that's maybe like a minute you know and I'm Mm -hmm. just grateful like I fill my my spirit immediately with just a sense of gratefulness like things could have gone so much differently for me so the fact that I am doing what I love for a living in a beautiful exotic place where I can work on myself what get up work out every day and read like I'm just grateful for opportunities like that um and then I will make some coffee. <laughs> I get some coffee, and I've been currently reading this book um, called One Day My Soul Just Opened Up. It's by Iyanla Van Zandt. Iyanla. Oh, and it's actually one of her earlier books. And I've actually had this book for like 15 years, right? And I just never seem to be able to get past like page 30. Yeah. <laughs> I would start reading it, and I would just put it down. 
and anytime I'd have like some kind of life crisis, I'd pick it up like, okay, I really need to like do some self-exploration, so I'm going to pick up this book. <laughs> but I sort of made a commitment when I was coming here that I wasn't just coming here to work and make money. I wanted to come here and commit to myself, or rather commit to committing <laughs> to myself, <laughs> if that makes sense. And so, like I said, even if I don't feel like it, I will I will read at least a chapter, but more la- more often than not, it's like two or three chapters. Um, also, just starting this book called Effortless Mastery, which is more of a focus on uh, the musician aspect of it all. Um, and it sort of talks about, like, relinquishing all of the ideas that we have about music and and as a creative letting go of the control of the technicality of it all and allowing the gift to sort of work through you as opposed to you working the gift if that makes sense um and it's it's absolutely one of the best books i've ever read that's my that's my morning routine after i read i will turn on some affirmations and um sort of like meditate if you will, for like 20 to 30 minutes. And that really sets my day. I feel like the days that I don't do that, I can totally tell a difference. Really? So I make a conscious effort every day to do those things. And then I usually head out and go work out. And then I'll go to the lunch. There's a beautiful buffet here, like I said, with a lot of traditional Korean food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How many hours of sleep do you usually get a night? Sorry, that's a random question, but I'm curious. No. Which, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> I am best if I get a full eight hours of sleep but more often than not it's like somewhere between six and seven maybe five or six okay and you talked about how you know here you're able to or while in Korea you're able to you know focus more on yourself and like kind of try to you know like you said you're doing this morning routine with the affirmations reading the books you know feeling your spirit looking out into the ocean and you know the view that you have um like which is all amazing and it's like it sounds relaxing and like self-fulfilling and all that good stuff did you was the was the voice the opposite of that um that's an interesting question i wouldn't say that the and when you say the opposite do you mean was the voice like a chaotic environment was it chaotic was it stressful Um, it was it like stressful to the point where you felt like you might have lost yourself or was it kind of like in the middle or one way or the other? I definitely feel like in an experience like that, it is kind of like you learn who you really are because there's a lot of pressure in a mm-hmm. situation like that. There's a lot of tension, um, mostly self-imposed because at this point after 14 seasons, I mean, the machine of it all, they haven't figured out. Yeah. They've done this more than a few times and so they're just sort of like almost operating on autopilot filtering contestants in for a new season filtering contestants out from the season before um as an artist going into that situation i looked at it as like such a great opportunity like this could be something that could level my career up and that was the goal from from jump that was the goal i i definitely have been around the industry longer so I think I had an advantage coming in I've already been a working professional in the industry so I didn't have any unrealistic expectations I didn't go into that thing thinking um I'm about to be famous like this is about to make me like Beyonce (laughs) (laughs) but I more so looked at the situation like oh 
this could be a really great next step in my journey in this whole thing. And this might give me leverage for some, some better gigs, some better paying gigs, um, you know, more publicity to, to gain a following and work on music and gain a fan base. Um, and I always looked at it like that. So in a situation like that, there's, there's definitely a lot of pressure and it can be chaotic. I experienced moments of that, I'll say, um, because I think it's natural. We, we care about what we do. I always tell people all the time, they're like, well, do you get nervous before you go on stage? And, and I say yes. A lot of people say, no, I've done this for years, so I don't get nervous. I always mm. get nervous. Mm. And I think that's because I, I look at this as such a personal thing. Like, it's not just business. It's not just what I do for a living. This is who I am. So I take it very personally, and I care about each and every time I hit the stage. I care about every note. I care about every song. I care about every feeling that I'm trying to get across to you when I'm singing. I care about the story that I'm telling. And so for me, I'm nervous because I care. And I, I think that's never like a bad thing. A little nerves never hurt anyone. It just means that you, you really give mm -hmm. a crap about what you're doing. Um, but to answer your original question, the environment can be very chaotic, especially just with all of the, the camera crews and the television production aspect of it. Um, it's very easy to lose yourself. I definitely think I, I experienced, like I said, moments of that. Um, to a certain degree, I had an advantage, like I said, already being a working professional. So some of that sort of missed me. Um, because to me, it was it was very similar. We stayed in a hotel while we were shooting, you know, so it was kind of similar to what I do already. It was like me being on tour. You know, I was away from home. Mm -hmm. uh, only difference is I was in Los Angeles, 20 minutes away from where I live. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was shooting something as opposed to doing shows every night, you know. Um, but if you've never worked in the industry, there was a lot of people that just sort of like woke up from small towns and decided it'd be cute to audition for The Voice <laughs> on Sunday. I think that it was definitely a culture shock for for those types of new artists and creatives. Um, I was excited majority of the time. And to be totally transparent, I was like happy as a clam. I was so happy to just be there, just to just be working, um, to be doing something that I knew was going to level me up. It was nice to finally be recognized on that kind of national level for what I've always done, right. you know? Um, it was nice to be around other people that were like-minded. It's an incredibly unique opportunity to be, you know, in a room with, with 48 other people who have all been pushing in the same sort of ways or who all, even though we have different journeys, mm. we all, like, want to do the same thing and we all hear things about music that other people don't pay attention to and it's just like a room full of views it's like great everybody and everyone's different at the same time you know it's an incredibly unique opportunity I always tell singers that I meet like if you ever get a chance to audition or do something like that do it get past the idea that it's like television and that mm. it's chaotic and that and the pressure of it all get past that because it's such an amazing experience in general um you, you don't want to miss out on that in fact i had a conversation i'm sorry i'm rambling no you're good <laughs> no, you're good I had a conversation, um not that long ago with an artist who 
uh, told me, oh, I would never do something like that. I would never do competition shows. The competition aspect is just not my thing. And I said, well, okay, like I can appreciate that. I mean, everyone has their opinion on, on those sorts of things. And some people just want to just be able to create their art and, and not have it judged, so to speak. But this industry is just a larger, more mm -hmm. complex version of that condensed version that we see of, of The Voice or American Idol. Right. And if you're not ready and prepared to take any opportunity for the level of exposure that stuff like that can give you, then I, I low-key question, you know, how bad you really want to be an artist in this world because opportunities like that to gain... To sing on internet, to sing on national stages and gain such a, a large fan base from a television show—I mean, it's like going from zero to sixty in like two seconds. Yeah, and it's such a way to level up in a short amount of time. It's like working smarter, not harder. If you don't mm -hmm. want to take that opportunity, like, because you're essentially trying to do the same thing when you put your art out there in the world and you want people to like it, buy it, share it, repost it, that sort of thing this is a way to do that on a larger level quickly and they pay you to stay at a hotel <laughs> focus on yourself get up go to voice lessons go to band rehearsals go to legal meetings with lawyers to negotiate your contract then you meet with hair and wardrobe and makeup and they ask you how do you want to look what do you want to look like you create storyboards with looks of of what um what you vision your your brand and your image to look like and they help you bring that to life i mean to me somebody who's been working in this industry for professionally over 10 years there's not a better opportunity out there than that the voice helps you cultivate what you already had in place and that's how i looked at it i already knew who i wanted to be i knew what this looked like they just helped me bring it to life they had the budget to back right. up the vision wardrobe and, and hair and makeup that I had already had in my head, you know? Um, and it's really a, an environment that you can strongly cultivate that. And I think every artist needs an experience like that. You need an experience where you can go and sort of like boot camp yourself, mm -hmm. you know? I know that a huge part of actually being on The Voice is the fact that you are given mentors and I, your mentor was like no other than Kelly Clarkson. What was that experience yeah. even like to be on the show, have that whole budget, that whole setup of become, going zero to 60, like you said, and having the person who started it, like American Idol, be the mm -hmm. one to guide you through that? I feel incredibly blessed. Uh, you know, I believe everything happens for a reason, and I am incredibly grateful that in my first experience in a situation like that, I was able to be mentored by someone who also experienced this. She knows exactly what we were going through. She knew how we felt. She knew the stages of the process. She knew, you know, the mental thing that we were all probably going through internally, but didn't want to talk about or tell anyone, you mm -hmm. know? She knew what we were experiencing as creatives. In addition to that, Kelly and I have so many things in common in general. Um, you know, we both um, didn't grow up with our sister. I'm sure you know yeah. I'm adopted, and right. I, I didn't grow up with my sister. She didn't either. We're both the same age. 
we both are uh, light-skinned girls who sing really soulful music. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, And I grew up watching her. I remember watching her on American Idol and thinking like, my God, how amazing would it be if I could get on a stage like that one day? So full circle to come around and not only be on a stage like that, but to be mentored by someone like her. Gosh, what an incredible blessing. What an honor. I mean, I was like a sponge. I just wanted to soak up knowledge. Um, But the truth is, whenever we got around each other, we just laughed and giggled. And we're we're both so light, I guess, Mm -hmm. light-spirited and giggly. We just had a great time. <laughs> so it was kind of like a friendship more than like a, I mean, it was a mentoring, but like a friendship, like you guys just got along really well. Absolutely. I think in situations like that, there's, especially with Kelly, there was like this unspoken, like understanding. It's like you meet someone and they just know who you are without you having to tell them. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's how I felt with her. I felt like she saw me and you know, we definitely could have spent a lot more time together, and, and my time on the show was, was short, but even in that short time, I just felt such a connection with her, and I definitely don't think it's the last time that we'll be working together. Oh, yes. I don't know what that means yet, you know, but I feel in my spirit very strongly that we will be drawn together again at some point, and I look forward to that, because she, she's awesome. Um, and I just have so much respect for her. I really genuinely felt that she cared about our experience. She cared about how we felt and what we were dealing with. And and we gave each other life. I mean, we would be singing notes to each other. And just It was like being our, it was like a, a bestie, like instant bestie. That's how I felt. I don't know how she felt, but <laughs> I just felt like like girl let's go get some coffee and like chop it up and you know what I mean and talk about our experiences and and all that kind of stuff she's just so such a light in this world um and to be honest like I said I've worked in this industry for 10 years now professionally Mm -hmm. not everyone carries that kind of energy there's a lot of like crazy energy out there especially in the industry so it's a pleasure to be around a like-minded soul if that makes sense Oh, it does. Could you, oh, go ahead. Could you see yourself, like, stepping into that role also as a mentor? Because it seems oh like you have gosh. such, like, great energy and you have knowledge of the industry. Could you – do you think you could ever do that or would want to do I that? I would love to do that. I, I would love to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I used to teach voice lessons. I still do uh, from time to time. Um And I love inspiring people. I love sort of like helping other people discover what's special and unique about them and and sort of honing that and like perfecting that craft. Um, I get really excited for like when people around me are successful too. Like I enjoy watching other people grow as humans and artists also. I would love to step into a role like that. Um, I don't know if anyone else like professionally in the industry would see that see me in that kind of role but I if given the opportunity or if the universe sets that up in that sort of way I would be honored um I would love that I I could definitely see myself doing that I would be oh my gosh I would be having such a ball (laughs) I would love that because I'm honest too like you know I'm a lot of people just like oh you're so nice and sweet I I will be honest with you too though you know what I mean Mm. I will let you know like what I see for what it is Mm. um and I think that those kinds of things 
go well together when when you're looking at like people being a coach you know because you don't want someone that's gonna fluff you I genuinely would want to make somebody better and want them to be able to learn from things that I've been through and maybe you don't have to work as hard or maybe you won't have to experience some of the things that I have to get to the same place if there's something that I can do to like use my experience to help other people who who are coming into the industry or coming to LA or or you know, trying to do something bigger. I mean, I've always promised myself that I would always do what I could to like help someone who was in my position when I got there, you know? Right. So with, uh, all, with, with all of that, you know, being that, you know, you feel like you're one day going to be able to, you know, work again with Kelly or, you know, being in the, you know, possibly maybe someday being in a mentoring position when you get back from Korea and you get back to the States, what can we, what are you thinking about? Or have you even thought about what you're going to do when you get back and what can we expect, you know, um, when you get back? Yeah. Well, I mean, the rest of my year is almost plotted out. Um, <laughs> and, and into the top of next year, I'm definitely working on some things. I'm definitely working on a project. I'm doing, uh, working on some of that here as a ah. matter of fact. And, um, I also have like really super exciting news i can't share it just yet but like literally any day low-key we might be sharing it today (laughs) Um, but it's like it's this really exciting news about this um, amazing project that i've been working on and that is going to take place i'll i'll say um at the end of november so i get back november 1st and then (laughs) i have a couple weeks off I have another show that I have to do in Cabo, like right away, like on the 3rd of November. And then towards the end of the month, I'm going to be working on this project. I can't wait to announce it because it's so, like, amazing. I'm so incredibly grateful. Um, God is good. And all these doors have been opening up, and I'm just so excited about about the possibilities. Um, I, I don't even have, like, X, Y, Z all lined up. Mm-hmm. But I feel that there are just so many possibilities floating around me right now that I'm just excited to see how everything starts to, like, develop and unfold, you know? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for you. God, you just... Oh, whoops, just moved my phone. Um, Just, like, hearing you talk about it, and now, like, thanks for telling us, and now we're like, what the heck is happening? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like there. I'm excited and looking I, out for I it. I promise, like, I'm going to be releasing it, like... Like I said, any moment. I'm just waiting for the the green light from right. the director of the show. So. Ah! <gasps> oh, I want to know. I want to know so bad. Okay, I'm gonna like turn really your post. Awesome. What did you say? It's really awesome. Oh, I feel like it's gonna. I already got dog. I'm about to turn on your like post notifications so I can know. <laughs> yes, like, oh my god! Oh, wow. Subscribe. Turn them all on. Yes. Yes. We'll definitely do that. And. To anyone who is listening, you can follow Amber at A-M-B-E-R-S-A-U-E-R on her Instagram. She also has a YouTube channel, um, Amberoni. Am I saying that right? Yeah, it was actually like a nickname that my parents used to call me when I was little. They'd call me Amberoni Macaroni Cheese Bologna Tube. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. So I just kind of shortened it, you know, Amberoni. (laughs) <laughs> Amberoni. Okay, yeah, you can follow her on YouTube as well. Do you want to shout out anything else? Oh, yeah, your song, um, uh, That's Okay, um, yes. Self Talk. That's a yes. really good song. It's on iTunes and SoundCloud and your website too. But 
That's a really, really good song. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm yeah. so glad you love it like we did. That was that song is, is a culmination of so many conversations. But yeah, it's the type of thing that, you know, everybody should wake up and, and look in the mirror and talk to themselves every day. People say that you're crazy if you talk to yourself, but I think you're crazy if you don't talk to mm-hmm. yourself. I agree. Emily? <laughs> okay. I talked to myself too. She, I got on Cairo one time when she was talking to herself and I caught it uh, over the phone. She thought she hung up. Um, but no, I've definitely been talking to myself too. Sometimes it's not the nicest way. So I definitely need to have some of more of that, you know, positive self-talk. Um, yeah, well, nobody's perfect. You know, be easy with yourself. Some days are better than others. And like I said before, to understand the sunlight, you've got to first understand the darkness. Yes. So there's 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 honesty and there's truth and there's, um, you know, purpose in all of it. So be easy with yourself. Sometimes you sometimes you need a day and sometimes you do have a day where it's it's not the most positive mm. self talk. It's okay, you know, but don't allow yourself to sit in it. Yeah. Give give yourself a day, give yourself a, a few minutes, a few hours, whatever the situation is, and then pick yourself up by your bootstraps and mm-hmm. move on. Very true. I did that yesterday actually. Um but thank you so much for this conversation. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. We uh, definitely, yeah, no, we will, we, like Kyra said, we've been kind of pondering over this whole positivity, just being okay with yourself thing um, for the last month or so. So to hear from someone else who's at your level, like, it's just only reaffirming what we were already saying. So thank you. And I hope that this is like inspiring to people who are also musicians or just trying to figure out their career and their life as well. So thank you so much. Of course, thank you for having me. You know, yeah. it's it's a journey. Like, it's a journey. Everybody will go through their ups and their downs, but um, you have to be your number one supporter. And part of that is, is being self-aware enough to know the things that you have to work on. And what you think about, you truly do bring about. The more positive you think about yourself and your situation, the more lighthearted you are, the more optimistic you can be about your future, mm-hmm. the more that that energy will return right back to you. Oh, God. So true. You can literally see it manifesting. Like, I tell you this from the deepest place of my soul and, and everything that I know about about what I've been through. You literally have the power to reinvent your entire life. It's all it all comes down to what you believe and what you think about and what you focus on. Um, if you focus on the negative, you will have more of the negative. Mm-hmm. If you focus on what you do have and anything that you have going on that's positive, you will attract more of that. What you need and what you want, you will attract to you. You won't have to go search it out. You just have to stay in that grateful, positive place. It's literally an energy field, like a magnet, you know what I mean? And the more that you send out those kinds of vibrations, you will draw into you what it is that you need and that you want. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Ever. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yes. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. I'm going to, like, write notes down from this conversation. Usually, you know, we put up the podcast and, like, listen to it to just edit. But, like, I'm going to use this for my personal, like, growth. So thank you again. Thank you. Good, I'm glad, you know. We're also trying to figure it out. Don't think that I have it all figured out, because I don't. I have my days, too. But one thing I know for sure is that it works. 
Mm. It's not some like weird potion thing. It's not some pill that's going to make you happy. It's literally rerouting the neural pathways in your brain and teaching yourself to think differently, regardless of what you've been through, where you've come from, what you look like, what shape your body is, what color your hair is, what color your skin is. It doesn't matter. You can do anything in this life. You, it all comes down to you and what you think about yourself and what you believe about your situation. And you can change those things. Yeah. You can change those things, you know? Yeah. There's a book called uh, Into the Magic Shop that uh, that talks about this very thing. Um, like, it's almost like tricking your brain. It's not a trick, but, like, tricking your brain into thinking these things and, like, pretty much saying the same, you know, like, you can manifest anything that you really truly want um whether it's good or bad but you know you can manifest whatever you want you just have to really focus on it and you know put that energy out there and you'll attract it it's so true i'm gonna tell you like uh, a really really quick story because i just want to i want to leave you with this mm-hmm. but two years before i was even on that voice stage i saw myself on that stage um so the quick story is i mm-hmm. i auditioned for the voice five times by the mm-hmm. way right and so the fifth time is when it finally worked out, right? But the the fourth time, which would have been the previous year, yeah. um, I had always sort of seen myself on that stage. And then the fourth time I auditioned, I went through the process and I kept making it through. And I got to right before they, they send you to the hotel to be sequestered to start working on blind auditions. Yeah. Which is what they call the executive round, right? Um, and I was, I was slated to go. I was all set to go. I had auditioned. Everything had went really well. And they finally sent me an email and said, I'm sorry, the producers decided not to move forward with you. And this was the fourth time. So I was thinking like, man, these people just like, they don't know, like they don't want me. Mm. They don't, I was kind of bummed out. Um, and then it was approximately two weeks later that I went on my first world tour as a background vocalist. And I saw 11 countries in right. one month and was able to get new perspectives. And, and had I made it through that round, I would have never gone on that world tour. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to the following year, I auditioned again. And I made it through and it worked out. But I was able to, I believe that what I was thinking about and being able to see myself on that stage and really almost feeling like I had it in the bag during, during the fourth time that sort of helped set me up for the fifth time. And I feel like all that energy sort of manifested itself Mm -hmm. in the process during the fifth time. So even though it was disappointing when I got the email that I wasn't going through somewhere inside of me, I knew that it wasn't over and I've just believed that it was going to happen at some point. I just saw myself on that stage yeah. and I thought if I could just get on that stage, I know I could get a chair turn. I know I can <laughs> do this. Like, let me just get on this show real quick. And I totally saw myself going through that entire process before it even actually happened. You, you literally, it's true what people say. You have to see the, the whole thing before it happens. You have to be able to create it in your head visualize it think about it meditate on that you know what i mean don't think about oh i'm too fat or i'm i didn't get this done today or i can't pay this bill right now and like all the other daily things that we all think about mm-hmm. set your mind against and on top of exactly what it is that you want and see it and believe it and celebrate it like it's already here like it's literally on the way and you're just waiting yeah for it to get to you 
Ugh. So, so when you, that fourth time, did you, you said you like, or sorry, the fifth time, did you feel something different that time when you were auditioning or was nope. it like a, nope, honestly, if I'm being totally transparent with you, when I went that fifth time, I kind of had an attitude because <laughs> I was just like, okay, y'all have seen me like a whole bunch of times. You know what I'm about. My story ain't changed. I'm the same person, same girl. I might've lost a couple of pounds since I saw you last, but <laughs> same person over here like do you guys know if you want me yet or not you know what I mean yeah and so I kind of felt like if you don't know that you want me on this show like this is about to be my last time right auditioning because it was just kind of like you guys are making me go through this whole process for nothing you know yeah and it felt it, it can be very discouraging as an artist to, to be rejected again and again and again and again and again it's a never-ending process but um, and that's a whole nother story because you got to learn to be okay with that. <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, no, it actually felt like the whole time I was going through it, I was super negative. Actually, I was like, this is not going to work. I'm not getting through. It's going to be just like every other time. And then I was pleasantly surprised when I actually made it to the hotel and started working on the blind audition process. Even during that time, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're going to, something's, something's going on. Yeah. You know? But then as things started to happen, I was like, no, I'm supposed to be here. This is my time. I'm right. supposed to be doing this right now. And I knew it was a direct manifestation of the previous year. I knew that. I just knew in me that, you know, I had, I had sort of helped shape this. I was very proud of that, too. And I continued to meditate. Every day that we... We had a month before we even shot the blind auditions, right? Because there's a lot of preparation that goes into it. And every day after I would work out at the hotel, I would go outside and sit by the pool and meditate and and visualize myself getting a chair turn. Mm. Visualize that whole process happen happening. And it definitely happened so much differently than, than what you um, saw on TV in my mind I like saw all four chairs turning and all this kind of crazy stuff you know I had no idea that I would walk out and there would only be one person who even could turn and that I would take the last spot of the entire season that was a mind trip wow um but yeah you gotta visualize this thing man you get one life and you get one shot at this so you know give it your best shot and if it still don't work out at least you could say you tried right I mean you gave it your all right no, you're completely right. Um, I, it's interesting how life plays around with you like that. Like, you try, you try, you try, you get it, and then you visualize, and then you're like, nope, you got the last spot, too. And it's just like, wow, you try to play me, but you let me through, I guess. Yeah, it's a win-win situation, though, because I've often taken, you know, before I really started to be on this positivity train, I would often take the opinion that, like, well, hold on, because sometimes I envision myself doing things, but they don't happen. But that's because we put these limitations and expectations on when this thing is coming and how it's happening and and what it looks like when it happens, you know? You have to relinquish all of that. You have to realize that you don't, you are in control, but low key, you don't have control of how it's coming to you. So it may not look like what you think it's going to look like. It may not feel like what you think it's going to feel like. And it may not translate the way that you think it should. But you focusing on on positive things and the and the and the the things that you want to do and let's say let's even be specific if i envision myself on a stage with with uh david foster who is actually a dream producer (laughs) of mine i would love to work with him one day 
if I envision that so many times, even if that one specific thing doesn't happen, I'm still drawing this positive, attracting energy to me. So it may not end up being David Foster, but maybe I meet an up-and-coming producer who's the new David Foster yeah. of the new wave or something. You know, like, you just never know how it's coming. But you, you know, putting time and energy and focus into that thing is still going to draw you what it is that you really want. The, and the universe knows, God knows, like, there is no fluff, there is no superficiality. You you can be fake on the outside, you can, you can be phony, you can be Hollywood and LA all you want to, but there's no denying your inner spirit. There's no denying the deeper thing that's inside of you that you know you're about. You know what I mean? Whether that's good, bad, or indifferent, you can't hide that from God or the universe. So what you focus on, what you think about, and what's deep inside of you that's like burning to get out will always come out in some form it's just a matter of if you're if you're gonna give it the space to come out in a positive way mm -hmm. or negative way and that's what you have control over you have control over your thoughts oh, so true and you talk about david foster i feel like even like you said like you might one day work with the former david foster and you might someday you know win an award and david foster is like giving it to you whatever you way just, it is you just never know yeah i met david foster i <laughs> i met him in jakarta indonesia and <laughs> I, I told him that day like i would love to work with you and he asked me to send him some demo videos and i did um He's like, I normally don't look at my Instagram, but if you send them to me right now, I'll look at it. Well, he never looked at it. <laughs> uh. And immediately I was discouraged. But even as I sit here today, I feel and I know in my spirit yeah. that I will meet him again. Yeah. And that he will remember telling me to send him some videos and that we <clears throat> will be on stage together. And I think about it. I envision it. I can see it. Um and I feel like it's on the way, but it may not come in that form, you know? Maybe I end up doing a demo for him, or, you know, you just mm -hmm. never know, like, you just never know. Well, I feel it's already for you. I know both of us do, 100%. For sure. Yes, yes. Thank you for being positive and making, you know, probably the most positive, this is like the most positive interview we've had on our podcast, probably the most positive we will ever have. Actually, no, we had, a, we had a friend who was pretty positive, but this was like, y'all are both super positive people and both very, um, you know, goal-driven people, but also giving as well. So thank you again.